Welcome to another episode of Body Over Mind. This is Mike Shane with your host, Stephen Ye. Today, we're going to talk about one of my favorite subjects, morning routine. Why is it important? What are the things that you need to look for to be able to be consistent at it? And how to start one. What would you say your ideal morning routine is? I would say it would be the one that you do. That would be the that would be the first ideal. I wouldn't I wouldn't frame it as something that needs to be specific every day, not because it's not good, but because I find that people are not doing a routine because they create this expectation of I'm gonna do you know, 30 minutes of this and 30 minutes of that, or whatever it is. And then they can't do it because they run out of time because they're, they don't have the energy. So they end up skipping it. So my first response to that is whatever you get in, whatever you, you end up getting in, that's the, that's the ideal. So therefore, no matter what, get something in. Your day will change from, from every morning based on how you feel when you wake up. No matter what, never skip your morning routine. Like you mentioned in, in the beginning, it's how you set up the day. It determines whether or not you're going to be energized or whether or not your mind's going to be sharp. So no matter the amount of time, never skip it. Get it done no matter what. Either it's five minutes or an hour, doesn't matter. Get it done. That makes a lot of sense. It's very similar to... When uh, people are exercising, people are like, what's the best type of exercise routine that you can do? And a lot of people, and they basically will say, whatever that you actually can do consistently. Because without that consistent effort, then the, the compounding effect is not there, right? So if, if we were to dive in more to like get it done, like what are some things that would actually really benefit a person to do in the morning? So sometimes I hear people say they need to do something that has to do with movement and something that cultivates the mind. I think that's good. However, I have a slightly, a slightly different approach to that. I would say do something that has to do with movement and do something that stills your mind. And it's kind of the opposite that another person would see it as. The reason for that is because of this. Generally, when we wake up in the morning time, we're not confused on what we need to do in the day. If you are, that's not a morning thing to do. That was an evening thing to do. In the morning time, you already should know what you need to do for the day. If you don't, plan that ahead of time in the evening. So in the morning time, it's to prepare yourself to do those tasks that you need to do. And to do that, Activate the body through movement and still your mind so you can clear all the things that, are, that you've been thinking about and you can focus on that thing that you need to get done for the day, whether, whatever it is. I think when people are looking at the morning time as I'm going to develop my mind and read some inspiring quote or go learn a lesson of some sort, I think it actually creates a distraction hmm. because what's important for them in this routine is to set them set themselves up to accomplish 
the task that they need to do, accomplish the goal, whatever that is for the day. It's not to go ahead and focus on all this other stuff. So if they're sitting there throughout the day, thinking about this quote, thinking about these things that they learned earlier in the morning, they're not able to bring their full attention to the task at hand. Therefore, they aren't able to get it done. So that's what I believe will be really good to do in the morning time, a movement practice and a stillness practice. And the easiest thing for a stillness practice is meditation. Uh, movement practice. I do flow training every single morning. I think there are people that really love that aspect and that 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 particular practice. But there's also just a whole bunch of other movement practices that somebody may enjoy, like going for a walk or going for a run or going for a swim or going for a bike or doing anything else. But no matter what, it's always going to be something to do with movement and also at the end, something to still your mind. Mm. That makes a lot of sense. And and when you're talking about people who, who wake up in the morning and, and they take out a book and start reading it and learning, and it makes a lot of sense of what you're talking about where it's probably not the best thing to start that with the morning because in some ways, in the morning time, it should be getting you focused and ready for what you already know what you need to get done. Because if you start reading and things like this, it's kind of bring you off track. The book and the, the knowledge that's coming in is kind of leading you towards a certain direction. While, like you said, in the evening time, you should be preparing yourself already for what to do on the next day. And so you already have a mission for that day, right? So now it's just a matter of focusing your mind enough so that you start to reduce the distractions that are out there and you can really focus on what actually needs to get done. And for your approach and, and where you're coming out is do something for the body, whatever works for this specific person, whether it's running or, or whether it's swimming or doing flow training or something like that. And then also take some type of exercise or, yep, in some ways exercise or some type of technique in order to still the mind, whether that's meditation or something else, right? Right, because energy in the body... Energy is constantly running through our body. The idea of increasing energy is not so much of how do we generate more energy. We, as humans, look at it that way. But in reality, what's actually happening is energy is constantly coming through or trying to come through our body. Our body is like a fuse. The planet has tremendous amount of energy, which is why everything can grow. The sky the solar system, everything from the top is coming through. It's a massive amount of energy that we live in. So between the energy that's coming from the earth, from our feet, and the energy that's coming from the sky, from the universe, from the solar system, coming through our head, we are the conduit in between both. And there is massive amount of energy, more, more than we can ever utilize. That's coming from both directions because we are in the middle of it. So we don't need to actually try to create more energy. Our goal in doing morning practices is to go and remove all the blockages that's stopping the energy that's currently trying to come through our body. That's the actual goal is to clear it, is not to try to generate more. It's like, you know, it's like, it's like an ocean that dams up into 
this dam and there's this tiny little hole and there's water spurting out. You know, let's go, let's go put more water through this hole. Should we create more water? No, there's an ocean in the back. Let's break down this dam. Let's break down this wall and look how much water will come through. It's not to try to add more water. The water is already existing. And that's the same thing with our energy. All the energy is already existing. All we need to do is just clear the blockage that's in our body and clear the blockage that's in our mind. And massive amount of energy comes through in the form of consciousness, in the form of mental awareness and attention and focus. All of that is generated through energy. This is why I recommend doing movement practices so we can open up the energy in the body and stilling our mind so we can clear all the stuff that's in our head that's blocking, that's blocking the energy from coming through. Mm. Because when our mind is clear, then we can perceive so much more. But when our mind is jumbled up with things, our attention is focused on all these things and we're not able to direct it. We can't mm. control it. It's being taken away. It's being sabotaged. Very fascinating. That makes a lot of sense. And to expand this, this concept some more as well, you know, within the body and mind, so I would like to describe it in this way, which is the four elements, earth, water, fire, and air. And sometimes I look at morning routines like this to be able to really satisfy those different four elements. So within flow training, it actually does a really good job. Like this is why I actually like doing this a lot in the morning time. Even if I, like we talked about in the beginning, sometimes I have early calls so I cannot spend the full hour. So what I do is I shorten that in half. I just 2x speed everything. And but coming back to the four elements of earth, it's really to ground yourself back onto this physical plane because when we're sleeping, we kind of go into this dreamy world and we're kind of out and about. And so exercise like tapping and grounding yourself to being present here in this physical reality really helps to kind of wake you up. In, in terms of water, of course, just the one, the fluidity of movement to be able to, to move your body in a way where it's starting to have that pumping action going on. But of course, adding in the actual water, drinking the actual water and uh, having that within your system early in the morning, also super beneficial. Now, the fire aspect of things, again, is when you start doing the exercises that are more kind of rigorous, that actually really start to activate the body some more. Part right? two, strength. Part two, strength. Right. right. So you start to activate the body some more and, and bring that fiery energetic form into the body so that you have the power, you have the force, and you have the, the, the mechanism in order to move forward in your day. And then air, of course, within the exercise and within the flow training itself, and even just in general, if you are to breathe deeply and breathe well, and depending on the situation, sometimes you're just breathing calm throughout the exercise. And then there's also times during the end where you actually have a dedicated breath work session or sometimes it can be a bit more empowering. Right? But then afterwards you exhale and you release. And so now you 
you have brought in all the different elements to really have this wholesome feeling that you can start the day with. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. Also, another one with air is quieting the mind and expansion. You know, we talked about talked about the four elements: grounding. That means feeling really strong on your feet, feeling connected, connected to your feet, connected to your root. We talked about water, fluidity, the ability for your body to feel loose, so you can move. The ability for your mind to be creative, right? Instead of being rigid. And then fire, right, which is that burning aspect, strength training, building up this heat in the body. And then wind or air. Not, not only is it breath, it's also the meditation aspect, right? The fourth part. Right, silencing the mind and therefore allowing the mind to expand, emptying the mind out. And I think the combination of the, of the four really sets a person up to be able to start their day with clarity and with energy. I want to I talk about uh, what I find to be the biggest thing that stops people from doing a morning routine is the fact that, number one, people aren't sure what to do. And so right now there's a lot of, there's so many different things that people can try and people got this mentality that new is better. And with all the new things that are coming up, with all the new different softwares, people get used to constantly trying out new things. They make it into like a game. But what happens is when it's new, there's a lot of effort that's needed to try it out. You can't really get good at it because you're always doing something new, something different. So with this level of complexity, it's really hard to be consistent. The second thing that I, that I see people running into is that because it's not consistent, it's something that is it's something that is more difficult to do it's something that's not it takes more effort like their body doesn't know how to do these movement practices they're having to think their body is not used to it they're not used to the feeling of doing it and i think the third thing is something i mentioned in the beginning which is the expectation of it whether someone says i'm going to spend 20 minutes or i'm going to spend 40 but they lock themselves up to this expectation. And if they don't have this 20 minutes because they're so fixated on the expectation, they don't do anything at all versus just doing five minutes. Just do a one minute, just do 60 seconds. It, it may sound like it's insignificant, but 60 seconds is better than nothing. 60 seconds of movement practice is better than no movement practice. And for anybody who who doesn't believe this, go do 60 seconds right now push-ups nonstop. Just try it out. Do 60 seconds of squats right now at this moment. And then after the 60 seconds, your body's going to be a lot more warmer. Your energy is going to be a lot more activated. And it just took literally a minute. But because people are so fixated on this idea that it's either all or nothing, they don't, they don't get it consistent. They don't, they don't stick with it. So I think if people can get past these three things, they'll be able to start to do a morning routine and they'll be successful at it and it'll set up their day. Mike, so what is your morning routine generally? So I do flow practice in the morning time. I've been doing it for many years now. But just like what I mentioned, sometimes I have a lot, lot more time and sometimes I'm really, really busy. 
And the moment I wake up, there's already 10 things I need to do. There's a meeting I need to jump into that starts in 20 minutes from then. I have to teach a class that starts in 20 minutes from now. And I sometimes I wake up too late because I'm trying to get in the amount of sleep because I stayed up the other night. So whatever amount I can get in, I get it in. Sometimes if I have just five minutes because I need to brush my teeth, I need to put in my contacts, you know, I need to wash my face, put on some clothes, then I just do five minutes. That five minutes can be based on how I'm feeling. So for somebody like me who's been doing a morning ritual for a long, long time, for over a decade, I can change it up now and it doesn't stop me. I'll always do something. But if a person is first starting off, they haven't been consistent, then they don't want to change it up. You want to keep it really, really simple. You want to keep it the same. And when you don't have the time, you just do whatever you can. I usually, in the morning time, I will stretch, I will breathe, I will meditate. I will do part one of my flow training where we activate the body through tapping, through breathing, through massaging some of the body. And I can do this whole practice in five minutes. And I meditate for sometimes just a few minutes if I don't have time. On average, I would say about 10 minutes or so in the morning time. And then I practice throughout the day whenever I need to. But in the morning, that's how I would, I would do mine. How about you, Stephen? How do you start your morning? Well, besides the obvious of brushing teeth and all of that stuff, but to get myself properly ready. Nowadays, for sure, um, I do as much flow training as I can. Generally, I do not have that one hour so far, but luckily I do have about 30 minutes. So I do the 30 minutes, but kind of like what you said, some days it just doesn't work out. So in that case, I'm really just going through the exercise pretty quickly of the four different elements. And like you said, five minutes is, you know, better than doing nothing. Me doing some just and jumping for just a couple minutes, really already that itself invigorates the body enough for me to get on those calls and, and start having. But of course, it's not as optimal as I like to be. If I was to do a longer one, I could feel that that has a better effect moving forward. But not every day is optimized. So in those cases, I do as much as possible. Other than that, I also have an amazing matcha latte in, in the morning time. It has a small dose of caffeine in there, as well as huge amounts of other benefits. That's when I drink that, that also gives me an energy boost. It also doesn't have that crash that coffee or something like that generally does. So the combination of those two has really benefited me a lot. Nice. And that's, and that's another thing is I think morning, morning routines can also include some type of, some type of supplementation, some type of something that you, that you take in on a daily basis that gets you focused, that gets you clear. And yeah, I, I enjoy that mantra as well. Staying consistent at it, you know, I think having, and that's another thing, right? Imagine if somebody has, has a whole bunch of different things and they don't know what to try in the morning time. It's like they got their coffees and their teas and their matches and their drinks and this and this and this. It becomes confusing and they're, and they don't know the effects of each or they're just kind of testing all day long. But when they find something that is, that they feel good on, they find something that works for them, that, that makes their body feel good. It gives them that alertness. 
now they can stay consistent because I think that's the that's the key word for me. That's the key thing is consistency. I want to feel energized. I want to feel clear, and I want to be consistent with that every single morning, so I know what to expect. Well, here's the thing, though, Mike, because a lot of times why people are not so consistent in doing the same things is they get so bored easily. They want to change things up. They're like, ah,、oh, I already did this yesterday morning. I want to do something different, right? So that's one of the reasons why it's difficult for people to stay consistent in in a kind of just a daily routine that's similar every time. That that sense of that sense of I get bored. I think our society looks at it as it's just a normal thing to be bored, like it's like nothing's wrong with that. But in reality, if you really think about it. Getting bored means you have to change. You have to change it. So if you get bored of your routine, even if it's working for you, now you need to go have another one. If you get bored of the job that you do, even though nothing's wrong, now you need to go find something else. If you get bored of your partner, now you're looking for another person in your life. If you get bored of a home, now you look for another home. So I think this idea of getting bored—it's like. People see it as normal, and now they spend all of their effort and energy trying to create something new. But if you dive in into what is boredom, what causes boredom, at some point, it boils down to I don't like what's happening. There's such strong personal preferences. I don't like this. I don't like this. I don't like this. This lack of satisfaction. In other words, I want something new. I want something new. I want. I want. I want. And that that mentality of constantly wanting more—it's never going to end. How can somebody have a happy relationship if they keep wanting somebody else, wanting this person to be different, wanting something that they don't have? How can they have the perfect home if they always want something different? How can they have the perfect job if they constantly get quote bored and they want something new, want something new? I think this—I think that idea of boredom is actually. In their mind, somebody needs to. They need to learn how to become satisfied. They need to learn how to become fulfilled by letting go of all the stuff inside that's that's not allowing that to happen. So this way, in the subject that we're talking about now, that they don't get bored of the routine that they're doing every morning. That's optimizing their body and their mind to have a good day. They don't get bored of this of the matcha, like what you're taking. That they're drinking every day, that's giving them the alertness, so they don't have to spend all their energy constantly testing out new things. They can direct that energy and focus towards other things in their life that that matters. You know, like the goals that they want. Another kind of mental model that I I see can fit into this is kind of just the different levels of consciousness, and even let's say kind of falls in line with Maslow's hierarchy of needs as well. So if we look at the systems, when people constantly want to change things, they're at a level of consciousness where they're constantly seeking novelty and pleasure. They want novelty because it brings a new sense of pleasure within them. While if if you really want to go out and make something of your life and 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 start to create the habits in order to move forward, whether it's business or work or even just self development, there needs to be routines in place 
And, and sometimes, many times, it's actually not super fun all the time. But it's something that you get done because that's what's required at that moment. And for this, in some ways, it is more of closer to like the third chakra, the power chakra of doing what it takes to get the job done and not just staying on the second chakra, feeling like you want just, just experiencing more and more and more and more of the pleasures of the world, but getting shit done. Yeah, I think you, you hit it right there and on fun. For the people that are always looking for fun, fun changes. What's fun today may not be fun tomorrow. If you're having fun in your job right now, tomorrow you may not be having fun anymore. Because what determines whether or not you think you're having fun? You. <laughs> right? You determine whether or not you think something is fun. And so what's going to keep you constantly thinking, constantly having fun with the same thing? It's inevitably going to change. And therefore, does that mean you're constantly having to go ahead and change all these things? Change is already happening in life constantly without you having to go ahead and try to change it all. The planet is changing. People are changing. We are changing constantly without any effort. It's just happening. So therefore, if we look at things as I need to have fun, we're always going to be chasing something new and we're never going to be able to build the habits like you just talked about. We're not going to build the routines. All successful people have habits and routines and not just regular ones. The habits and routines they have are successful habits and successful routines. They're supporting the success that they have. It's not by accident. I, I, hear, I hear people, people used to come up to me all the time and, and they go, you know, how do you, you know, how do you build how do you build, like, created all of this stuff? And I go, well, it just worked. And they go, yeah, but how do I, like, I want to know how to do it. And I go, dude, you just got to, you just got to work, man. Like, don't try to figure everything out. You're not going to figure it all out. Just, just go for it. And they go, yeah, but you're my chain, you know, like, like, and I, and I look at them like, what? And I remember the first time I heard that, I go, what do you mean? They go, well, you know, like, you're my chain. And so like, you know, of course you can do it. Like, but how am I going to do it? And I scratched my head and I remember looking at them going, right, but that doesn't, I'm not special. You make it sound like I'm special. Like, oh, look, that's Michael Jordan. No, he's just a dude that got really good with basketball because he practiced his ass off, you know, or anybody else. It's, it's, we, people look at it as, as if somebody's special because they have something that they don't. Another person has something that they don't, but it's, it's not that, it's not that. It's really just the habits and the routines that a person have done and because they've done it long enough the results are what it is they're successful at something hmm. you know and again going back into the aspect of fun it's not always going to be fun and that's why the idea of fun throw it out the window throw the idea of fun out the window whether or not you have fun doesn't matter doesn't matter when you throw that out the window what you got left is what you want to accomplish why you want to accomplish it whatever it takes to do it. That's it. If you come with that mentality, you're going to suddenly find the way you approach your daily habit, the way you approach your morning routine will change. You don't look at it the same anymore. Beautiful. Well, Mike, again, thank you for your time to share with us just about 
morning routines and how to actually make a successful one so that you can start the day right.